I had a wonderful conversation with a man who is now helping fellow believers come to understand the reality of spiritual affliction. He's helping believers to find their true freedom in Christ. And as we discussed what he was doing, he gave me his testimony of how the Lord worked in his life. He was the son of a prominent pastor. That in itself opens up the door to a lot of spiritual conflict, uh, spiritual uh, dynamics in terms of a pastor and his family. And this young man was struggling. Five different people gave him copies of a book. The book happened to be The Bondage Breaker. He didn't open a single one. In fact, he apparently took a few, and as soon as he received those, he tossed them in the trash. And But that fifth book was laying around, and by the grace of God, he finally opened up the book and started to read, and he could see himself in what was being discussed in terms of the impact the enemy can have in the life of a believer, especially a believer who has been hurt and hasn't dealt with his hurts, a believer who has dabbled in things that open up the door to the enemy. And so he told me the story of how he read the book, finally read the book. It was as if he constantly was repelled from the book. It's like he wouldn't go near it. And then he said, you know, one of the biggest things, uh, one of the reasons I wouldn't was fear. I was afraid to even look at this area. And now he is using a spiritual inventory, Steps to Freedom, in order to help people deal with their issues. Believers deal with their issues, which oftentimes are spiritual in nature. It's part of the conflict we're in. And he told me that one of the things that he does now, having walked a lot of people through this, he says, I begin by asking this question. And the question is, what do you fear? What do you fear? Now, fear is a very strong emotion. Fear is widespread, especially in the wake of the pandemic. Fear of death, fear of, of losing your resources. And so when he begins an inventory, he asks somebody to, to think about it. What is it that you fear? Probably the greatest tool in the arsenal of the enemy is fear. And then at the same time, we can go to the Word of God and see there are 365 times that the Bible says, do not fear or fear not. In other words, there's one for every day. Do not fear. Do not fear. And yet, a lot of us are crippled by fear. Fear is not something that God wants us to embrace. And that's why when it comes to Halloween, it makes no sense that we pursue those things that create fear. When I was growing up, I would watch every horror flick imaginable. I don't watch those today. Why? Because I don't want those images in my mind. When it comes to Halloween, fear is something that the enemy uses and promotes, and it's detrimental. Dr. C. Fred Dickinson has helped hundreds of believers find freedom in their walk with Jesus Christ, freedom from the attacks of the enemy. And here's what he had to say about Halloween, how it encourages fear. I know people who have um, gone to haunted houses and have been severely scared. Fear is a major tactic to the enemy. And that's why all the horrible specters and the funny or the grotesque faces uh, the the uh, pictures of death 
and the occupation with death and dying. Jesus came to destroy the works of the devil and to deliver those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Fear of death leads to bondage, and many um, of these um, uh, haunted houses are just as grotesque as they can be, and the hearts of children are really terrified. I've talked to children who have had lingering results from that. And when we feed fear in ourselves and in our children by the images we might see playing out at Halloween or the things we might watch in terms of the media, the media today, movies today, are so graphic They are frightening. You don't want those images in your mind. Because when you do finally come face to face with the spiritual reality, you're going to be frightened beyond measure because you don't know what the Word of God says and you have these images in your mind that Satan has planted there so it wells up within you and you will be overwhelmed by fear. You don't want that. You need to embrace biblical truth. You need to be like the 70 who went out, recognized demonic activity, knew the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. His authority had been granted to them, and they were able to help people find freedom. The enemy had to respond to them because of their relationship with the Savior. You're in the same position, this side of the cross. That was even before the victory of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. But if you have these images in your mind, then the enemy will use that when you do have an encounter, when you come to the realization that we're dealing with the forces of darkness far more often than most of us would ever imagine. So I asked Dr. Dickinson, I said, Fred, what do you do as a parent? I mean, how do you get started talking to your children about these realities? Because ironically, a lot of Christian parents would say, I don't want to show them what it says in the Bible because they'll be afraid. Our culture promotes fear far greater than the Bible, and the Bible's true, and we can be confident because of our Savior. Well, I think the first thing is to talk about the character and the nature of God to our children. He's a loving, heavenly Father who really wants for us the best. He's he's in control of everything, sovereign. He's concerned for everyone, gracious. And uh, he wants us to have the best uh, that he has for us. And so he's given us the Bible to lead us in the way, first of all, to trust Christ as the Bible says, and then to forsake evil. The Bible says, you who love the Lord hate evil. And uh, Ephesians chapter 5 tells us uh, in verse 11, uh, have no fellowship with the works of darkness, uh, rather expose them. And so we have a responsibility in the home to expose Halloween for what it really is. Then substitute something for them that is not and maybe even on the same day. Promise them something wonderful. Uh, take them away from it all. <laughs> and uh, if they do decide to let them participate in some sort of a costume party, which may be innocuous, um, pray for them, for their protection, and let them be somebody funny and helpful, or perhaps somebody good and uh, encouraging. Can anything we can do to teach people about the reality, not instilling fear, 
but instilling the concept of God, uh, God's goodness and graciousness, and the reality of evil, and that Jesus is the victor over all of this. Start out by saying we must teach him about the character and nature of God, then we must uh, substitute some other thing along this line. Then we have to teach them uh, of the deliverance of Christ from these things, that these things are really going on today. These things are happening today, and we need to understand that. We are told in the Word of God that Satan has blinded the minds of the unbelieving. If we can't see that reality in this day, when we are in a world in which things that are absolutely bizarre are being embraced by people, they are incredibly deceived. And that's why we have got to teach our children, and we've got to do so at a very young age. They need to know that the Lord Jesus Christ is the all-powerful, sovereign God who will take care of them, and that we should not dabble in darkness at any level. Let me share with you an important example. Mark Bubeck, conservative Baptist pastor a wonderful man, sweet spirit, who came to recognize this reality in his ministry and out of that experience wrote a number of books, all of which are worthy of your time. He's written books like The Adversary, Overcoming the Adversary. He shared a story with me on a broadcast where I interviewed him. Uh, Dr. Bubeck is now with the Lord and enjoying his reward. And Dr. Bubeck told this story about his daughter, who was not even yet a teenager. Our daughter, uh, when she was about 11 years of age, uh, began to have severe panic attacks, uh, nausea attacks, especially that would come on her as she was going to sleep at night. The Lord was just beginning to lead me into an understanding of spiritual warfare at that time. I could pray over her, just cover her with the protection of Christ, and and she would be immediately relieved. But as time went on, uh, we had to do a little more serious uh, confrontation to break that. In the process of time, she told me that she had uh, engaged in playing with a Ouija board on one or two occasions at a slumber party of Christian kids. Then also they had experimented with little seances and levitation. And just that much can open a person's life uh, to some real harassment from the kingdom of darkness. And so we need as parents to be, and especially this day, uh, informing our children carefully using biblical texts that warn them not to become involved in that sort of thing. And if, if parents don't tell them, who's going to? And so I think it's just wonderful of you, John, to, on your program to make it possible for parents to be alerted, to talk to their children. I would suggest that they read to them, for example, from Deuteronomy chapter 18, where God just forbids anything to do with, with spiritism and sorcery and divination and witchcraft and spell casting. All of that belongs to the world of darkness. Then, of course, the counter passage in the New Testament that is so very helpful is what Paul said to the Ephesians in the fifth chapter, beginning with uh, verse 8 through about verse 17, where Paul reminds us that we were once darkness, but now we are light in the Lord. We're to find out what pleases the Lord, and then he says, have nothing to do 
with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. For it is shameful even to mention what the disobedient do in secret. And then goes on in that passage to remind us that Christians are to avoid anything and everything that has to do with spiritism, fear-producing activities that harm and hurt our children. Well, to help you as you work through the issues that come with uh, Halloween, we have prepared an overview, brief history of Halloween, current realities, important Bible verses, as well as some very practical advice. If you'd like a copy of this PDF, we can email that to you. And the best way to secure that is to simply email me, john at livetheword.org. That web address again is simply john at livetheword.org, and we will return that PDF copy to you. Feel free to make copies uh, for your friends and members of your church. In closing, I would very much appreciate your prayers for us. As we take a stand in this area, we come under attack. It's a real attack. It's a literal attack, and it can be very intense at times. Please pray for God's protection upon us personally and as a ministry. Thank you so much for listening.